Yo, what up, our sports fans? You know who we are. If you're here for the Bloods and Sports, that's not us. How many times I got to tell you guys? We're not those busters. We are the Buds and Sports. Three buddies talking sports. You know us. You love us. Fuck we with your boys. Us. Fuck with the boys, man. Like, what are you doing out there? Are you really listening to the PTI podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Buds and Sports. I don't know. We are your three hosts, as always. I have my boy, Mr. Francis. Yo, what's good? I got my boy, Mr. Spuddy. What's going on, buddies? Spuddy McGee here. See, Francis, I need that energy. You always coming calm. I need, I need one of these days for you to be like. Well, you did come correct when the Niners beat the Cowboys, but that one hurt it. That was one no. time. Hey, you, you want to hear me on a ten? I want to hear you on a ten. <laughs> Yo, what's good? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like, I like obnoxious 15. That's what that was. Yo, what up? You know, we have to mention on our last podcast, um, you, Spuddy was blowing out ears. Every time I was listening, every time we talk about Bengals kicker and Spuddy go, Shooter, like, <laughs> shoot, 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 me loud. I was like, <laughs> Shooter McPeterson. <laughs> but you know yeah. me, Doug, Lightning Lanche, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl and Give Her Back. <laughs> you know, the third one is always the wild card. Um, We're back with another episode. We haven't been gone long. We appreciate you guys for listening. Today we are talking... NFL news because it is almost time for the off season and we already have a lot of off season fuckery going on. Bunch of fuckery, um, bunch of fucking fuckery right there. Let's uh, let's jump into it with the biggest story right now of this off season, which is Brian Flores suing the NFL for racial injustice and among other things, um, allegations of. Um, being paid to tank, you know. Oh, there's, well, a, there's, a, there's a lot to the story. So there's a let's, lot. Let's, there's layers to this one. Right? Right? Racial discrimination. Hey. Now, know? guys, it, now this story honestly answers all our questions as to why Brian Flores had the face that he had on the sidelines every game. Yeah. <laughs> this man was at the game. Just you could tell he was pissed. He was thinking about it a lot. Like you, you hardly saw him smiling, and then now mm-hmm. we know he's he's been dealing with a lot in the background. Yeah, there was a lot he was dealing with trying to, and he was still winning games. That's the crazy mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So every win just was like fuck yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but in a way, I'm glad. I'm glad he's calling the league out. It's it's a definite. It's a glaring problem. Like the. St- the eye test tells you there's a problem when you actually look at the percentages and numbers of black coaches. There is a huge problem. Um, when when the majority of the league is black, there should be no excuse as to why there's only one black head coach. Especially was what was even crazier about the actual Brian Flores firing because that should have never happened. Period. Right. Period. <laughs> but. When at least when he had gotten fired, I said, "Okay, well, he's not going to be unemployed for much 
much time. You know, yeah. a team is going to pick him up right away. And it, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, now I'm like, now you guys are foul. Like, yeah. there's no reason Brian Flores should not have a job yeah. right now. Well, he still right now has, I think he has a second interview and a possibility of still being hired by the Texans and I think one more other team. But I think the Texans are the um mm-hmm. the front runners. Um, I don't know if he gets it after what's been going on, but if Texans were smart, they would they they would make the bold move and step up and hire him. Just like, say fuck it. Was it there? Was it there? Bears still on the table? Yeah, I think Bears was the other one. Yeah, there's 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 a few positions still open, <clears throat> but um, now that 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 this is officially getting filed and shit, um, teams are having their um. Their rebuttals, basically, they're, yeah. they're denying, you know, it's false and defamatory. Um, Dolphins coaches and Dolphins owners pissed about it, you know. So, I mean, everyone's um, uh, the, well, yeah, teams he's pissed th- about it because if, if these allegations are true that he's paid to tanking, he's gone. You know, now mm-hmm. it, it was. I'm glad they're they're just doing a lawsuit and it's towards the NFL because if you would have just left it in the NFL's hands, they would do such a shitty investigation. Oh yeah, the NFL, the NFL is garbage handling stuff. Like, yeah, they've always been garbage handling. Things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think he he even brought in the the NFL as part of his lawsuit. Yeah, because he yeah. know because he mm-hmm. knows how garbage. You know they are investigating shit. I mean, go with the Washington Football Team for God's sakes. You know, yeah. Oh, that—that's probably the other story you're thinking of, by the way, Francis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, letting the NFL handle all that shit is—they—they—they they, they know this is a business, and they don't want their business to get hurt. Exactly. Like, okay, look at who—who's the commissioner? Roger Goodell. What's it? Who is he? A white guy or a black guy? Okay. <laughs> look at look at over ninety percent of all the owners in the NFL. Are they white? Are they black? Are they you know minorities? No, they're white. So those are the guys, quote unquote, investigating, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those are the guys that come together to quote unquote the, the investigate committee. the committee. Yeah, the committee. You really think they're gonna throw themselves under the bus? Hell no. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna make sure they cover each other, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, like. Is, is this a David and Goliath type of fight with Brian Flores against the whole league and accusing all these teams of doing these things? Yeah, but at the same time, we know it's happening. Mm-hmm. We we know it's happening, and so until somebody starts doing stuff like this consistently mm-hmm. and it happens more and more, then then things aren't really going to change, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and it, so it's, it's great that Flores is doing this. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things in the lawsuit that I read that instantly. I didn't have to have an investigation. I just took it as fact. One of them being the John Elway accusation. He had, a, yeah. he had an interview scheduled with the Broncos. John Elway shows up an hour late, and him and his team look hungover. Mm-hmm. That almost sounds like on brand Broncos and Elway. <laughs> like the the guy has kind of been messy running that uh, position, the the GM position, mm-hmm. and so I do. I believe that accusation. Yes. Do I believe that the Dolphins were telling him to tank? I believe that one too. Um, mm-hmm. What year was that? Was that the year that that Burrow was going to be in the draft? Um, maybe. There's a, it, it, was, it was the Trevor Lawrence Burrow. 
Tua. Uh, All three of those came out at the same time. Yeah. Right? So I I uh, believe Lawrence I do believe the Dolphins oh, ordered yeah, yeah, the tank because right, right. I think I think they were targeting Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, and that's why they ended up with with Tua instead. But as a coach, like you're you're not going to listen to that. You're trying to yeah. win. Yeah. That, that's your legacy. You know yeah, what I mean? We, that they're we, trying we to mess the players, with. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just ruins the integrity of the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Of the game. And, like, yeah. And we know, we know, quote unquote, tanking is a thing. You know, we we talk about it all the time with the all sports team and even in basketball. Like, mm-hmm. we'll be like, okay, this team's tanking. But it's mm-hmm. not like, it, it, it's a known thing, but it's not like a, a, a known, like, confirmation. Like, okay, yeah, no, they're, they're actually trying to lose games. Like, like the fact that they're saying you're paid to lose games, that changes the whole thing. Like, yeah. because, oh, yeah. you know, that, that fucks with betting, you know, some people who mm-hmm. bet and shit. Mm-hmm. That, that, mm-hmm. yeah, if these allegations are true, the Miami Dolphins owner's gone. He's out of there. I mean, the and it, it'll be interesting because yeah, the NFL is involved with this too, so they'll get fucked though too, and the the lawsuit would probably force that guy, the owner, to bounce out. Because I mean, in a weird way, like the NFL would have to be the ones to say, "Hey, you got to leave because you did X, Y, and C." But since the NFL is part of the lawsuit as well, I think if they lose, it's by force. Like the NFL has no say because they're just as guilty as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's a huge if. Like, they, we're talking about the same guys that investigated if if uh, Kaepernick was blackballed, mm-hmm. right? And the conclusion mm-hmm. was there was no blackballing. Mm-hmm. Fuck you! Like, yeah, there's no way Kaepernick doesn't even land a backup role somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, no get way. <laughs> get out of here with that. I can, and so I can, that's I can, what I'm saying. I can name starters that he was that he was better that he would have been better than like. Mm-hmm. You tell me you want to you want to go out and win games with Fitzpatrick over Cap? Like, come on now. Yeah, you're telling me Nate Peterman took took snaps after Kaepernick dip. Like he had yeah. multiple chances. Multiple after <laughs> after what he showed when he first came out. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. But yeah, these are the same. This is the same group of people that's gonna quote unquote investigate this, mm-hmm. and they're gonna come. They're gonna come out with their bullshit. And until there's a whole huge movement and protest that involves both coaches and players mm-hmm. I, I i think they're just going to keep getting away with this type of shit yeah and i think you what know. sucks about the nfl it makes it to me it makes it makes it hard for players to want to protest and stuff just because of you know the whole the whole kaepernick thing like it's mm-hmm. not like to me that's that's the huge difference to me about the nba and the nfl like when the whole George Floyd thing and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was going on in the NBA and NBA players, like major NBA stars would be like, yeah, no, we're not playing tonight. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like the NFL, the NBA commissioner would come out and be like, hey, you know, if the players want to do that, I respect their choice. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- they should do that. Mm-hmm. That's not happening in the NFL. Yeah. Goodell's like, oh, all right, we're dropping fines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just, yeah. it, 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 to me, that makes players like i know players want to but it's like you know it's it's we're not gonna get nowhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) no that's a great point yeah yeah Yeah. i mean another another great thing about this though is um um the coaches there's other coaches that are like standing behind him Oh yeah, yeah. I think um hugh jackson was one of them yeah marvin lewis is another marvin lewis yeah talking about how um you know 
when he was trying to get a job um, before his Bengal job, how he was basically treated as well, you know. So, yeah. you know, and I know they have this. Uh, I think what is it called? The, I think it's called the Tommy Lasorda rule. I think that's what it's called. I could be wrong. Where like <clears throat> it's a rule where NFL um, teams have to the Rooney rule. Um, the Rooney rule. There you go Rooney. Um, the NFL teams have to uh, um, interview, you know, at least one minority. And that rule is 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 in play to get um, more minorities into um, coaching positions. But I feel like at the same time, like it kind of like hurts because it makes teams do things like how what he's saying like, um, that the Broncos are doing, where it's like uh, we're not going to take this guy serious. We're just we just we just need to abide by this rule rules to so just get him in here. Fuck it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not genuine. It's not genuine. That's yeah, not at genuine. All. Like I, the, it needs to be a different rule implemented because yeah. rule, it does help. But at the same time, it kind of hurts because it'll make teams just be like, mm-hmm. well, just bring him in just because we have to do it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which then creates situations like the John Elway accusation where they don't take that interview serious. They're out drinking the night before and then they show up late to it because they know in their head, it's mm-hmm. not. They're not going to hire this guy. Yeah, right. We're just, we're just having you here so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> we're, we're just yeah. We're re- we're honestly just following the rules so we don't get reported on that we didn't interview any minorities. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's garbage. That's fucking garbage. And if you need any more proof, David Cooley just got fired from the Texans. Right? Mm-hmm. They gave him what a, a season, a season and a half, or something yeah, like that to turn that team around. Right. How long was Bill O'Brien there? Being fucking garbage, garbage, Love. giving away, giving away being the best players, <laughs> dumpster fire for like ever. Awesome. And how many chances did they give him? I want to say like Brian, Bill Bryan was there for at least four, right? No, more. I think a little bit more than more. that. More. Jeez, it had, it had to be at least five, to six. seven, maybe five to six. I mean, look how long fucking Jason Garrett was there. God, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And, and that's the thing about these black, other than Mike Tomlin, these, when there finally is a black head coach, they are on the shortest leash. Mm-hmm. They, it's like, they're not allowed to have one bad season at all, mm-hmm. or, or they're gone. And then you see these white coaches stinking it up for four to five seasons straight. And they, and, and they stay there for a while mm-hmm. collecting a check, mm-hmm. you know? So I think I think it's more, I think it's more of to like that they're just more uh, they'll buy by what owners say like yeah we'll do it we'll do it yes yes to whereas like maybe a lot of black head coaches like no like Brian Flores like hey we're gonna pay you ten games and he's like no mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck like <laughs> I want to I want to win like yeah yeah now oh go ahead buddy no uh, um Brian uh, Brian Bill Ryan stayed there for on the seventh season he got fired mid season so seven. Seventh? Seven. Damn. No wonder they were guard for so long. Seven. And the thing, Acting- is, the thing is, huh? like, they, they're first place in their league, but it would drop out of the playoffs because, you know, because yeah. they, they, he won a lot of, he won a lot of titles, um, yeah. as, as a coach, but it's how he, how he performed on the playoffs. That was the big thing. And yeah. he, he didn't perform well at the playoffs at all. Right. But, okay. Um, uh, there's you don't need a seven year sample size yeah. to to know that your coach isn't a winner in the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and at the end of the day, if your ultimate goal as an organization, which for all thirty two teams should be a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. 
it shouldn't be like, oh, we're our if we make it to the playoffs, great. Like I'm happy as an owner, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. As an owner, ultimate goal, Super Bowl. Anything mm-hmm. less than that, if you settle less for that, then you're garbage. And the, yeah, and what's crazy garbage. is there are teams that look at football that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, we make it there, cool. If not, like let's at least get to the playoffs, get some mm-hmm. extra money. If not, yeah, right. let's just get as much money as we can. Yeah. And and that's why I find it so funny. Like now that we're on this topic of winning. When when they talk about Jimmy G's conversations with with Kyle Shanahan and and Lynch, uh, he basically said, "Look, I yeah, I've talked to them, and the only thing I've asked is I would like to go somewhere that wants to win." The fact that he even has to make that a specific request tells you that there are that even the players in the league understand that there are organizations that don't give a fuck about winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And and for him to specifically request, like, if you're going to send me somewhere, can you at least send me somewhere that actually wants to win? Yeah. Like, wants when, to win and have potential. But like, in reality, <laughs> like, all 32 teams should want to win. But yeah. that's not the reality. Yeah. yeah. I think more of two, he was he was trying in a nice way to say, like, don't send me nowhere garbage. Don't send me to the Jets. <laughs> no, but, but that makes you question, as an organization, why have you been garbage for decades? Right, there's a there's a true problem if you because in the NFL when you're garbage they do everything they can to help you get better which is give you the first pick of the first of the draft or whatever and and you know I like you can hire whoever you want at coach GM whatever do the firings as many times as you want like Mm. the fact that some teams have stayed consistently garbage for decades there is a true (laughs) fundamental problem in that building yeah. Yeah, and it, back to what you just said about um, they get to hire who they want. I think that's what makes this situation kind of tough to deal with because how do you how do you fix this? Because you know, as a someone who owns a team, it's kind of their right to pick and choose who, what GMs they hire, where coaches they hire. You know, it's kind of yeah. hard to say like, no, we're going to tell you who to hire. It's like, what do you mean? This is my team. I bought this team. Like, I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like that kind of makes it hard to deal with the situation, which is is sucky. You know what I mean? It is. But it is because when even when teams put their teams to sell, who where does it usually land to? The biggest buyer, and it's usually someone that they relate to, aka a white person. Right, mm-hmm. but you know? in twenty twenty two, if you were given the freedom to hire whoever you wanted, why is the league still one black head coach only? <clears throat> With all the freedom in the world to hire whoever you want, we're, we're in 2022, and you still want to keep it white as fuck. Well, like, the, you know what I mean? You, you go, you look at the owners. You look exactly who what the owners look like and what they're about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An example, Jerry Jones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's right. I, I don't. I I can I can look at Jerry Jones just and just what he does and how he acts, and I can tell you right now. It'd be I'd be very surprised if we ever got a black head of coach. <laughs> very surprised. <laughs> like, I'm surprised we got a black quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really can't picture Jerry hiring a black coach either. And that's what to say. Like, <laughs> like the only way Jerry hires a black head coach is by affiliation, meaning a former player. Yeah, like like randomly, if fucking. 
Emmett One of his Smith, good old boys. <laughs> Michael Irving. Yeah, Michael Irving said, I want to be a head coach. Jerry's will drop down everything. You bet your ass you, you'll you get. You bet it. your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bet your black ass. Uh-huh. Get over here, brother. <laughs> yeah, Deion Sanders. He would probably do it for Deion if he, you know, but it ain't going to happen. But I would like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're on the topic of you know, coaches and black coaches. There was some, there's an interesting situation that just played out in, in 49ers organization. Um, John Embry, he was the assistant head coach this, this season, but he was also the tight ends head coach, right? Mm-hmm. They technically didn't fire him. They're stating that they fired him, but before they did that, they went up to him and said, Hey, it's either you take a 60% pay cut or you can't stay here. Now, a lot of people made it about race. I'm starting to think something personal happened because that's fucked up. Mm. How do you how do you take some how do you approach somebody who's been doing a great job and say, "Hey, can you take a sixty percent pay cut?" Mm-hmm. Or you can't you cut more more than half of your pay. More than <laughs> half, like that's a big fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they end up firing him. They go their separate ways, and now. I'm hearing in this past hour breaking news that we are hiring Anthony Lynn to yes. replace him. This is correct. So I don't know what happened there. I have no idea what happened there. And I don't know if mm. the 49ers kind of felt the heat saying like, oh, look, they're doing some racist shit by like that was really fucked up what they did to Embry. And then maybe that's why they went out and got Anthony Lynn to kind of quiet those voices. But mm-hmm. I honestly, I, I have no idea why they did that to him. Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem at least on the field and what you saw, and there was never any reports that he was coming to work late or like hungover or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as far as I know, he he just did his job. So, mm-hmm. who who really knows? But yeah, this, I'm bar- I'm barely finding out this Anthony Lynn hiring. That seems a little sketch. Yeah, yeah cause it's yeah. weird because like normally if you're in that position, a sixty percent cut, you're like just fire the guy. Wow. Yeah, you know, just yeah. Fire, just that point, like, who's gonna take a sixty percent cut? Be like, yeah, no. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's why it was almost like a personal attack. Like it was like, hey, we're we're not gonna before we do this before we fire. We're not really gonna fire you. We're gonna make you want to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah, like it's either you do this or you gotta go. Basically, so, basically, we're gonna make you quit before. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it looked like. And I I don't really agree with how they handled that. But like I said. I want to know the detail. Why did you? Why did you turn on somebody on your coaching staff like that so hard? What, mm-hmm. what did he do? You know. So I don't know. It's interesting, but I'm glad Brian Flores is shining a big flashlight onto this topic because it's a it's a topic that we talk about every off season mm-hmm. with the Rooney Rule. Um, but not a lot of changes. Not too many changes have been happening. Yeah. Now the question is. You think he'll settle if there's a settlement on the table? Mm, that's a tough one. That's, um, that's usually because th- the thing is with these type of things, settlements are going to be popping up. Oh um, yeah, because this is because this isn't about money. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But still, like the reason why some people shake their hands on settlement because. The proof that they do have is not strong to completely make the NFL like guilty or whatever. Yeah. You know? So it's not necessarily saying, 
hey, like we're, you're totally guilty, but there's some truth in your evidence, but we can't fully prove that you are full on, that they're full on guilty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I feel that's the, that's why I feel like would be the reason why they would settle. Yeah. Now, do, well, I, do I think a settlement's going to happen? Sadly, yes. I I personally think so because I feel like that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah. I would. I'm look. I'm not. If he settles, that's not going to anger me, or I'm not. No, no, I'm no, not no, gonna no, 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 no. It was, it was selfish because at the end of the day, they are messing with his money. Yeah, you know, they he, are. He did a good enough job to stay, it, it, and he knows it. It's reputation and, and, as well, you know. <laughs> Because yeah. they're like, oh, they fired. The, you know, you get fired. People are gonna be like, why were you fired? You mm-hmm. know, th- things, things of that nature. I just feel yeah. like if a settlement does come on the table, it still looks bad on the NFL and those teams, no matter yeah. what. Oh yeah, you know? for sure. They're you just know? trying to hush it. Yeah, but I, I still feel like that. That's the route why Brian Flores would settle because probably the lawyers like look. If you if you full on take this uh, lawsuit, we don't know if you're gonna like fully prove him as guilty because you know that's what happens is like is he guilty or not and you can't really have a well maybe you know or it's ninety or sixty percent guilty it's either a hundred percent or just not guilty you know so I mean in a civil lawsuit yeah there 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 could be some partial um. Um, findings about it. I forget the percentage of um jury votes where it's like okay, in a civil suit they're guilty. Yeah. But um, I I mean the criminal one. This is not really criminal. I guess it's more of a civil. So actually, there's yeah. a good possibility that you know he might stick through it. I think so because but, like like we said, this is this isn't about money. You know, this nah. is more about a change. No, nah. because to be honest, I think he probably is like, well, I'm well off. Do I yeah, really yeah, need, yeah, do yeah, I really need well more off. money? It's like, yeah, I can fight this, you know? So, yeah. You know, I, and I, to I, me, sometimes settlements seem more like a here, now shut up. That's what it is. But That's what it is. You know, yeah. sometimes, um, depending on who offers the settlement, it's usually through the NFL. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, we don't want to waste our time on this, so let's let's mm-hmm. settle it out, you know. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see when that when that happens because you know NFL is known to give out settlements. Yeah. So yeah. Um. the The last thing I want to say on this topic, did you, what's his name? Macho. You guys know who Macho is? Macho Man Savage, Randy Savage. Yeah. Macho? <laughs> is that his full name? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Yeah, are you, ta- are you ta- actually talking about the wrestler, Macho Man Randy Savage? No, no, no. He was a former NFL player, but he's an analyst now. <laughs> he said, is that really his name? <laughs> yeah, like, is that really his full name? All I know, I think they call him Macho. But anyways, I saw a segment on this uh, on for, what for Brian Flores. No, no, on what, what station? Like ESPN, Fox? Is it Macho or is it Acho? Something like that. Oh, Something. Sam Acho. Sam Acho. <laughs> Yeah, Acho. There or, you go. Or, or is it Emmanuel? What? There's two Achos. They're both and and they're on both different. Um, ones on ESPN. Ones on Fox. Eman- Emmanuel Acho. 
It's Emmanuel. Okay, okay. So Fox, you're talking about Fox, and he okay. talks with Marcellus Wiley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't really feel that other guy, but I, yeah. I, 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 I like Emmanuel uh, Acho. I like Emmanuel. He's, cool. he, uh, he's really, uh, um, he, when he when he talks about subjects, he really articulates it and breaks that oh, shit down to the no, fullest. great. He he does a great job at mm-hmm. it, and he covered this Brian Flores mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the analogy he used was that. There was never any, like, we all know this is happening, but there was never any real hard proof until he, he, so the analogy he said was there's two group chats in every group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. There's, the, there's the group chat with the annoying friend in it. And mm-hmm. then there's the group chat without the annoying friend. And then when you want to plan shit, you hit the group chat without, without the, the annoying, annoying friend. friend. Right. Mm-hmm. So Bill Belichick texted the wrong group chat. Yeah. And quote unquote. <laughs> And basically, he he went on and congratulated a coach uh, that was about to get hired by the Giants, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. he did it. He did it before Brian Flores's scheduled interview. Mm-hmm. So I think it was an accident. I think Bill Belichick sent that text to the wrong person, and yeah, Brian was, Flores read it. Yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right, you're right. And and so he saw that and was like, oh, okay. So they just hit me up for bullshit reasons right mm-hmm. they 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 weren't really serious about yeah, me they, they were just ruining me yeah they were ruining because before my my interview ever took place bill belichick already got word that they were gonna go with that guy mm-hmm. right yeah. so mm-hmm. that's where a lot of this is coming out from yeah. now like shit like that mm-hmm. right so that's how we know the Rooney Rule is bullshit. A lot of teams already know what guy they're going with. They're just getting their black coach interview out of the way. Yeah. Right? Which mm-hmm. is it was just, it's garbage. It's garbage. garbage. And so yeah. um, th- this needs to change. Something needs to happen. And I hope there's a big movement coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, the thing is that uh, that's what the Giants the Giants basically denied allegations about they really went in on the text messaging like they said they laid out a timeline and everything like well we did this this and that and third how are you mm-hmm. gonna um basically they're saying how are you gonna um put this lawsuit based on a series of text message you had with a coach that's not even part of our organization that's their mm-hmm. that's their stance about it Right and on right. Uh, and honestly, like say what you want. I think Giants had the best way of handling that. I guess out of all the other teams, all the other teams just came out with emotion, with nothing saying, "Hey, we're this, that, and third. So, in you a way, mean, what was that? You mean Giants were the most transparent. They're the most one that were like, "Hey, hey, like." We deny the allegations, and they actually laid out a timeline. You know, oh, okay. like they yeah. came provided they, proof of yeah, their claim. They, they came prepared oh. rather than the yeah. Dolphins and the Broncos. Well, yeah, well, that's just false and defamatory, and we are going to fight this. That's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Some, like, some lawyer shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Not some lawyer. Yeah, shit. Hey, some guilty. <laughs> Um, yeah, some guilty, some uh, guilty <laughs> I want to serve five other than ten years, type of shit. You know, yeah, at least yeah. at least right. the Giants are like, "Hey, we're denying the allegations." Plus, here's our timeline. Here's exactly how we play it out. Now, I, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not saying it's true or not. You know, but they actually came prepared for the whole situation. Yeah, you know, which is smart yeah. by which is smart by them. You know, so yeah. I mean. 
because it, it is hard. It is hard kind of base things off a of text message, but at the same time, there's truth towards all these text messages as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't just say, you know, oh, you know, we can't, you know, bypass text messages. People are getting in trouble with Twitter, Facebook, everything. So yeah. Yeah. Th- these are, you know, valid situations. Yeah. And especially a guy like Bill Belichick. Yeah. That's in circles. He's yeah, in the yeah. air, he's in the areas of that of the Giants. So you know, there's just some truth I think into all this as well, based on the text messages. Yeah, there's some shifty yeah. shit going on here because definitely some. Shifty you know, Bill Bill Belichick is someone that you know would hide his tracks. You know, like without like getting notice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I think this 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 lawsuit's going to carry out a very long time. But like yeah. I said, Giants did their due diligence of actually providing a really good denial rather than the other <laughs> two teams. Yeah, 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 no, they did good. Um, before we move on from this, um, I do think, like Spidey said, it's going to be a long, ongoing thing. This will probably still be going on into next season, honestly. Um. But I do hope I do hope Texans do the smart move and hire Brian Flores. It would just be a good look for them and a good look for um, the movement that's we're tr- they're trying to make right now. So Texans balls in your court. Let's see if you do the right thing. Um, yeah, especially with yeah. the defense that they have. I mean, yeah, it, they have pieces. I'm not saying they're all the way great, but they have. Pieces. They definitely have pieces, yeah. They have pieces to work with, and, you know, something good could happen from there. Now, on the offensive no, no. side, good luck. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to hire a really good coordinator to fix that piece of work. But Hey, David Dot Mills. <laughs> hey, all I know is David Cooley won with David Mills. So, yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely, you know, with the off season coming up, we'll be discussing, you know, more and more as more and more comes out about this situation. But we're yeah. gonna move on from now and move on to the other big piece of news to come out this off season. Put under the Tommy line. Tommy B twelve, seven time Super Bowl champion, one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game. Some say the greatest, the greatest. Is now gone. Our, 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 I'd say uh, almost. I think he's the last of our childhood quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. Eh, he was never mind. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was on the cusp. He was on the cusp. <laughs> he's on the cusp. He has about a season or two left, yeah. and then he'll, after Aaron Rodgers, it'll officially, officially yeah. be done. But give it up um, for TB. Yeah, Tom Brady. Um, the goat. Love lady. him, hate him. You can't deny he's <clears throat> he's great. He's the greatest. He, if it, huh? oh, go ahead. I, no, I was I was just gonna say Tom Brady. Um, he is the greatest quarterback in my opinion to ever play. And I think he, when you think of Tom Brady, you appreciate him as though you would appreciate one of the best villains you've seen play on on in a movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like he was one of the greatest villains to ever exist in the NFL. Yeah, and <clears throat> and so as much as we hated him, 
as much as we hated seeing him in the AFC Championship every year, as much as we hated him seeing him in the Super Bowl and then winning it, um, it was also really fun to root against them. And there were some very satisfying moments that we got to share seeing him lose in some big games. But, yeah. but yeah, I, I knew this guy was the GOAT when he came. I mean, we already knew that, but the memory that really sticks out for me is the Super Bowl against the Falcons. I'm still somewhat in a disbelief, but at the same time, uh, it was so funny because when it was 28-3, <laughs> I was not re- the, the rest of the room that I was in watching the Super Bowl was already like, this game's done. We don't got to watch this. Tom Brady's taking an L. I stayed chill the whole way through because it's Tom fucking Brady. And yeah. play by play, I saw him claw back into that game. And I think you know, before it actually happened, I knew it was going to happen. Like right before when, when the, when the score got really close, I was like, Oh, he's really going to pull this off. This is going to be fucking crazy. Uh, right. When, when Edelman made that catch, I, that's when I was like, yep, they're going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> when Edelman that made that type of catch, like, that yep, type of catch yep. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, uh, the, the, that's a helmet catch type shit. Like it's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Helmet type. Yeah, exactly. That was another great moment in the Super Bowl. And that those for me with Tom Brady, what makes me so mad about Tom Brady was every Super Bowl he was in, I'd root against them and he win. Besides the only three Super Bowls that I wanted him to win, he took L's. Like, bro, do you just hate me? Like both and all three to the people in our division. Like every yeah. time we played the Giants, I was like, please be the Giants, bro. Please be the Giants. And for some reason, Eli's like, "Oh, Patriots! Yeah, time to go. Time to go, beast. Time to be Peyton today." (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, both those games, Eli, uh, obviously the helmet catch, but with the helmet Mm -hmm. catch, what some people seem to forget is the fact that Eli stood in that pocket the way he did. Like he, Um. (laughs) I remember watching that play, and I was like, "Oh, they got him! No, they didn't! No, they did! Oh, they did it, motherfucker!" (laughs) I think he was one jersey tug away from them calling that play dead. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally. One more tug backwards, they would have whistled it dead. Mm-hmm. But and the fact that he was able to escape just in time to throw that fucking bomb, that was crazy. And then crazy the, time. the second time they played, that that pass he threw to, was it Mario Manningham? Was that his name? Oh, yeah, down yeah, the sideline. Bro, yeah. fucking dot, bro. He dropped that, it in the yeah. bucket. Bucket, sideline, back shoulder, like just the most. That it was, it was almost equivalent to the Ben Roethlisberger San Antonio home oh, throw, where it, it was just in the perfect. It, if it was anywhere else, not a catch, bro. <laughs> mm. but yeah, that is a top ten dot. Now that oh, you yeah, know, for you. sure, that's a top ten dot. Bro. That's a top ten <laughs> dot. And then obviously the most recent one that he lost the. Um, I guess the Eagles. I was obviously rooting for him then, and then he let Big Dick Slicky Nicky beat him. Like, <laughs> he even let hey. him catch a touchdown on him. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles was playing out of his mind that playoff. Oh, yeah, that's Big Dick Slicky Nicky. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. But, uh, what are your thoughts on on Tom Brady, buddy? I'm glad he's out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> 22 years, yeah. my friends. Uh, 22. Hey, the thing is, look it. Tom Brady is the greatest NFL player. 
He is. Who could who could duplicate that success? That's gonna be a long time. It's gonna be a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's you're gonna be a long time. Because the thing is, we're not saying athlete. Yeah, he stayed in shape, but other than that, he still had a lot of weaknesses. He wasn't a perfect quarterback, to be honest. But he made his he made his strengths shine and he knew what to avoid to penetrate his defenses. But that's mm-hmm. the, and that's why he's the he he's the best NFL player because yeah, no, he really is. He, he he really knew okay this is this is, these are my faults but here are my strengths and here are how here is how I'm going to stay in shape so I can last this long. His yeah. his per yeah. his preparation w- had to be perfect and you know a lot of the shit that he said in his goodbye message was right. Football is a hundred percent commitment basically. Because oh, yeah. it's not oh, yeah. it's not just the season. It's the off season that you still have to somewhat be in tune with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, that's what separates the mm-hmm. the greats from the good. Even is in the off season do you stay working or do you fuck around with the fuck around? But that <laughs> but that's why he was like, you know what, this year I'm not i I'm feeling eighty percent. I bet you he was only eighty percent. And still yeah. had a twenty percent. I'm I'm not feeling it. And he's like, "That's enough to say, you know what? I'm done." Yeah, because yeah. he knew he couldn't give that full commitment. I mean, part of me feels like if it was completely up to Tom, like in a vacuum, right? Let's just pretend he didn't have a family, right? Yeah, he yeah. would. He would play till fucking fifty, like you said. Oh yeah, 50. yeah. If, he played till fifty. But I oh, think yeah. after having multiple conversations with his wife and kids, mm-hmm. like. I think that's part of the reason why he fell 80% is because he's like, if I do one more season, there's going to be this guilt inside of me Yeah, that I'm making them wait even more, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and my mind isn't going to be able to focus completely on football. Yeah. So he probably just decided like, Hey, it's been a long, it's been a long career. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done all these things. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. Time to go. Because he could have purposely half to ask the season and no one would blink an eye. Maybe yeah, he could yeah. do the Tommy Brady tour. Like we said. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think he was like, you know what? I don't want that because it's going to be, he doesn't want a pity tour. He yeah. does. He doesn't, he will want no sympathy, no pity. I want to show you that I'm a hundred percent and this is my best at all times. And in the off season, he realized that next season he knows he's going to decline, and he's like, I, "That's it, I'm done," you know, because yeah. I know I'm going to. It's like he knew Father Time caught up to him, yeah. And yeah. he's like, you know, I don't want no one to see me like that, no one. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. Tom Brady's the type of guy too that that actually cares about his teammates and stuff. And he's like, I don't want to go out there and be half ass for these guys you know what i mean like no, if i'm gonna be on the team i want these i want these guys to know i'm giving my 100 mm-hmm. if they're giving me yeah. their 100 hey mm-hmm. these guys are sacrificing time away from their families they're putting their bodies on the line when they step onto the field mm-hmm. like i mean you should want to feel that way about your teammates you don't want to let them down and that's why when you see these other players act the way they do sometimes you know you you realize how selfish they're being yeah yeah um, and and that's the thing, and that's what, that's what separates greatness and legends. Like like you said, having the talent, natural talent, will give you the opportunity to step into the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that that's all yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It gives you the opportunity to 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 step inside. How you stay mm-hmm. there and how you become great is your discipline. It's your work ethic. Mm-hmm. It's how how serious you take your job and your contract. Mm-hmm. 
And we, and we've seen many examples of players who take their opportunities for granted and never oh, reach yeah. their their full potential because they screw themselves over. Mm-hmm. I think the perfect example of that is I remember back in the nineties the commercial after Dallas. I don't know why I remember this commercial after Dallas won their Super Bowl. Um, Emmitt Smith. It was a commercial of Emmitt Smith, and he's um, doing um he's benching, and he's like, I just won a Super Bowl. I can rest now. And he holds the bar up and he goes. Ah. All right, rest over, and then gets back to work. Keeps going, yeah. And it's like you know those Tom Brady's that type of guy where it's like okay, mm-hmm. you know I'll take a day or two to celebrate the Super Bowl win, but right after that, back to work, mm-hmm. back to work. Let's get another one. Mm-hmm. And that's why, I, like Spuddy said, I think the decision came because like if if he wants to go another year, he's not going to half ass it. He's going to work all off season, which means that's a whole another off season, limited time with his family, mm-hmm. a, right. a whole you know a whole season, limited time with his family, and I think. He just looked at it and said, "Yeah, you know what? Mm. I, I have nothing else to prove. Like, yeah, I got yeah. all the accolades out this year because yeah, I think he did. I think he is number one in most categories, right? Like almost yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, yeah. <laughs> that would always stay Brett Favre's record. Brett Favre. Well, unless Stafford might might take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But I think to me, one of the what. I think made Tom Brady so great was the fact that this dude, that Belichick would walk into his nearest Walmart and be like, hey, Greg, compare for the Patriots. And Tom, and Tom Brady would make Greg a top 10 receiver. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's why as, as much as people want to say Patrick Mahomes has the chance to pass Brady or get seven rings, we're going to find out just how hard that is. Because right now, Patrick Mahomes has always had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The moment those two pieces are gone on his offense, we'll see. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes can have the same type of success without those guys because we know those guys are Hall of Famers, right? Yeah. Those, those are two solidified Hall of Famers. And Tyreek Hill moves different. Mm-hmm. Like, so different. You, you t- and that's what made Tom Brady great. He played in so many different versions of a Patriot team and had the same outcome. Mm-hmm. The same outcome. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to see this for a very long time. I don't even know if in my lifetime I'm going to see a, a quarterback with a career like Tom Brady. I mean, it's crazy to even think about the best Patriots team with Tom Brady on didn't win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I know. That was the yeah. only time he had a, a true number one like yeah. superstar receiver. Mm-hmm. And not the greatest year ever, but just could have finished because crazy, crazy that they were about life. to pull that undefeated <laughs> season off. Yeah, and they what? didn't win a ring, so it, it just, kills me. Like, really, you guys couldn't beat Eli? <laughs> it just shows you that you know it. Like, it really you got to play all your games. You really oh, do. Yeah, for sure, you got to come hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I mean, twenty two seasons in the NFL. <sighs> Yeah, no one's yeah. gonna do that unless you're yeah, a kicker. Yeah, yeah. We, we we tip we tip your hat to you, Brady. Um, definitely enjoy your uh, your newfound uh, off season. You'll get a job somewhere if you want to be on ESPN. They'll hire you in a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Side note: w- w- Tom Brady as a commentator. What do you think? I don't want him to be a commentator. I want him to go on the the show with Eli and yes, that's and exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> he needs to join Eli and Peyton and, no, no, and no, have no. a three host show. That that'll be the most watched hey, shit. Hey, Peyton, Tom, that's it. 
Eli's Eli's on the field. He's the he's the third reporter on the field. That's what Eli does. Yeah, put Eli on the field. <laughs> I, I can't hear shit. <laughs> I can't hear shit. Yeah. That's one of the greatest things to come out of this season is Eli and Peyton. I hope they do it again next season. No, yeah, no, they're, they're, awesome. they're doing it again. Trust. Okay, yeah, good. Tommy, Tommy <laughs> definitely has to have a seat there. They, for sure. they, they, they brought too many eyes to them and they knew what they wanted to do. They knew they didn't yeah. want to do the traditional let's go in the booth with the suit and tie type of Yeah, no, nah, fuck all that. I, love, <laughs> I want to see more of. Hey Rogers, uh, you got any advice for Ben and his two 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 yard pass? <laughs> Just slandering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I can't see Tom Brady doing com like commentating like with, with with a suitor tie, like you yeah. know, like for a network. It has to be relaxed. That's the only. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way where I would want to see Tom Brady talk about football. Yeah. Isn't that because I don't really want to hear Tom Brady talk about football like Tony Romo does on the booth. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'd rather him be like Peyton right now. No, and Tom Brady honestly has a sense of humor. Exactly, he does. Exactly, uh, and that's why that's why it's perfect if he does something like with Peyton. Mm-hmm. Because exactly because I think he has a little bit more that bends the line. That we're kind of hearing from Payton and Eli, you know. Yeah, that more yeah. And, and they'll have they'll have banter that only them two can have. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like only on, that can only exist between Tom and Peyton yeah. and Eli <laughs> and Eli. It'll be gold, you know. Hey, Eli. Uh, yeah, Brady just retired, so he's gonna take your spot. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Eli's going to go, well, I don't get it, Peyton. I beat him twice. Why do I got to be replaced? Yeah. I'll beat him twice. Let me beat him one more again. <laughs> God damn it, Eli. You're yeah. going to take this job. Um, Before we move on or wrap up, do you guys want to say any last things to Tom Brady? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to be listening to this. So if you want to Easy. tell him anything. Easy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, hey, enjoy, enjoy your retirement, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for 22 seasons. Um, Tom, you're great. Um, you fumbled the ball against the Raiders. You didn't fucking tuck it. Um, <laughs> you didn't fucking tuck it. You never, you never personally hurt my Cowboys other than letting the Giants and Eagles beat you in the Super Bowl. So I'll despite you for that. But other than that, you had a great career. You're one of the greatest. And we'll see you on your next journey. Hopefully you get on that Peyton show. With that being said, we'll just do um do a couple quick little tidbits before we wrap this up. Um Spuddy. What? Uh let everybody know all the new NFL hiree head coaches, hirees. Oh please. well so far, from what I know, um, Doug Peterson is going to be the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do we love it? Do we hate it? What's going on in your guys' mind? Doug Peterson. Why can't I put a face to that right now? Doug you Peterson, the the coach that Philly, Philly, Philly special. Mm-hmm. Nick. Foley. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I would have liked Jack Del Rio better, but you know, I think I think we <laughs> I all think, wanted Del Rio to come. Or, yeah. or Leftwich or Brian Leftwich. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, honestly. I I don't think Doug Peterson deserved to get fired from the Eagles. I I really do, don't like. Mm. 
he I think he deserved at least another year or two to see where exactly he was at. Um mm-hmm. because at the end of the day he did bring you a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So um but I think he's gonna do a much better job than than Meyer. I, sure. I think a lot of people will do a better job. Yeah, but say, I'll do exactly. a better job than Meyer. <laughs> exactly. So any any hire here would have been great. <laughs> but if you hire me, I can't promise I won't get torqued on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he'll bring a Philly special to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else we got, buddy? All right. Next, um, I mean, it's, it's looking like Josh McDaniels is going to be the head coach for the Raiders. Ah, yes. This is the interesting one. Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels is coming over to the Raiders with somebody else. There was another There was another coach from the Patriots, or I don't know if he was a, a coach or some type of executive, mm-hmm. but um, he is coming with Josh McDaniels over to the Raiders, and mm-hmm. I think it's a great fit. Mm-hmm. Great fit. Um, yeah. When you look at the the Patriots' offense, they love to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They love to run the ball, um, and then when they get to the red zone, they love to use their tight end. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when you look at the roster for the Raiders, they got Josh Jacobs. That works, mm-hmm. right? Um, then when you look at their tight end position, Darren Waller, that works. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Hunter Renfro. And the the previous receivers that Josh McDaniels had ha- has had to work with Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. um, Hunter Renfro fits that mold. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of personnel on the Raiders team that Josh McDaniels can work with and 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 get a a playbook together. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, I think it was a great hire by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. If you want to we'll do see what he did with the Broncos, come out win seven games and then go to buy and then lose seven. <laughs> 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 well, his pre- hey, hey, his press conference is actually pretty good because he acknowledged it. He acknowledges fuck up in Broncos, yeah. and, and he's saying that you know what I've learned from that. And going back to the Patriots, I've become a better coach. No, what he really I, I wanted, like what he, what he really wanted to say was, guys, I had Jay Cutler. Yeah, what did okay. you want? From <laughs> <that>? Yeah. I have Jay. I had Jay. I don't give a shit. Cutler. I had Jay. I don't want to fucking be here. I'd rather be taking shots in the morning. Cutler. Cutler. Yeah. All right. You had Jay coming out of my pickup truck with fucking beer cans falling out. <laughs> Shotgun. Throw him in the back of my trunk. Cutler. That yep. that guy. That's what that he guy. really wanted to say. But mm-hmm. he chose a professional route. Mm-hmm. He chose a classy route. Get on you. Get on you. Get yeah. on you. Yeah, with uh, Jay um, Cutler in his glossy eyes, looking like he fucking dude, smacked an edible. Smack. <laughs> oh man! Um, what else we got? It was the only ones. Do we have? Um, no, no, no. We got, we got some more. Those, those are like the two. I want to say those are the two biggest ones because biggest one. just because they have um, head coaching experience. Yeah. Now we're gonna get into some tricky situations because. Uh, a lot of these cats are, you know, either assist the most is assistant head coach or coordinators. We're going to the Giants. We're going to Brian DeBall. He was the coordinator for the Bills, offensive coordinator. Mm. So um, he's the bitch. Wait, he's he's getting a head coaching job. <laughs> he's the, he's the head coach for the Giants. 
Ah, mm-hmm. okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, okay. he was assi- get- he was assistant coach for the Patriots in 2013 as well, but also the tight ends coach after that. Um, but he's done a lot of offensive coordinating, so um, it's looking mm-hmm. like Giants really want to s- still stick with the offensive coordinator type of mind for their for their head coaching job. So we'll see how their offense plays in the next few seasons. Because Joe Judge okay the work. worst offense this past year. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm okay with it. They're not on a vision. They'll stink again. So cool with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything, uh, this hire will also push for a better offensive line, at least yep. in the passing. Yeah. Right. So next? next cat, uh, he was last year. He was the defensive coordinator for the Colts. Met Emberflus. What's with these names? <laughs> Crazy, right? Crazy. So, defensive coordinator for the Colts. And then before that, he was a linebacker coach for the Cowboys from 11 to 17. Mm. So, the, he stayed mm. with the Cowboys for a quite, a, quite a minute. And then linebacker coach for a season with the Browns before that so i don't know i don't know too much obviously he's defensive guy so bears are going to uh go heavy with their defense which they should because they have a lot of talent there that's their brand of football brand of football and they still have the talent there to do that so Mm -hmm. i mean on the offensive side that should be interesting but we all know bears football is about the d pause Whoa! <laughs> um, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Like well, yeah, said, yeah. We'll see how it goes with with that. Anything's one. better than Nagy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just glad Nagy's gone. They they hired someone that is not named Nagy, so we're good. We're yeah, good. You, you did your job. <laughs> he, he he just lacks experience. Um, when it comes to multiple like coordinator jobs. Yeah. This is this yeah. is basically his first tryout of having a big gig, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. And the last one is probably the most interesting one because the, oh, the Broncos, you about Dallas Cowboys, and no, they got no, uh, champagne. No, 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 no. We got Nathaniel Hackett going to the Broncos. And the rumor reveals it has started saying Aaron, Aaron Rodgers might yeah. be looking at Denver. Aaron I heard they also Rogers got another um, Packers coach, like a, a God. What was it? They got some, I think a, not the QB. They got another coach there that was also from Packers. That tight I, end I coach. He was the tight end. Tight coach. end. There we go. Tight yeah, end I, th- I think he's becoming the offensive coordinator for the Broncos. So there's there's no reason. There's not one good reason why Aaron Rodgers shouldn't go to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I only I only see good reasons. So I I would put money that Aaron Rodgers is going to be. I hear it's between Broncos and Tampa. You, Which I mean, if if I was picking, I'd probably go Tampa. But you know. <sighs> knowing Aaron Rodgers, I feel like he's a Denver type of guy. I would love for him to go to AFC. Go to AFC and get rocked by Joey Burr, Josh The Allen thing Mahomes. is, he has nothing to lose. Because a lot of people say, well, why would why would Aaron Rodgers go to the AFC if the goal is to get a ring, right? Mm-hmm. Because the AFC right now is stacked. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it's hard to get to the Super Bowl on the AFC side. But what does he have to lose? Has he been making it to a bunch of Super Bowls on the NFC side? No, no, he hasn't. So at this point in his career, what if what if he's able to make it to the Super Bowl on the AFC side? That'll silence a lot of haters. That and that'll and that'll be like, damn, he went on the stronger side and got to the top. That and also you, you look at the rosters. Denver, mm-hmm. Denver, and and Buccaneers have pretty strong rosters. I'm not gonna oh, lie, really not, strong roster. Not gonna no. lie, but um, the defense for the Broncos is much more um, appealing yeah, than the better. defense on the Bucks. Exactly. I just think the the Bucks have the more appealing. I know I'm not downplaying uh, Judy or Sutton. They have a really nice receiver core, but mm-hmm. I mean. Come on, Godwin, no. Evans, you got Fournette back there. But, like, but the thing the thing about the Broncos though, it don't doesn't matter because Rogers played with no receivers before and made that shit work. I mean right. yeah, yes, yes. But, but I mean you're right. The Bucks are are another team where you, you just insert a good quarterback and, and they'll have success. Mm-hmm. But I think where uh Rogers picks the Broncos over the Bucks is the fact that Nathaniel Hackett is is with Denver. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, that, I think that was Denver's game plan. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. That, that that made their case a lot stronger to get Rodgers to to convince him to come there because you do got Judy Sutton, mm-hmm. even Tim Patrick is a great yeah. 3. Yeah. Uh you have Noah Fant who's a very physical athletic tight end. It's been a while um, since Aaron Rodgers can make it. that up. And then on top of that, your run game is actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Javonte Williams oh, yeah. just had a coming out party with with how good he can be. Get Javante Williams, the true one, and you're good. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening next season. So Aaron Rodgers should should be a Bronco next year. I'd be very surprised if he decided to go somewhere else. If Aaron Rodgers really want to impress me, go to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Show me something. Then. But the thing is also too that it, it plays a role into the Buccaneers. How do you think Rodgers and Arian would mesh? Uh. I don't know because Aaron seems like, well, at least with Brady, Aaron's was like, whatever you want to do, do it, and I'm, and we'll we'll make it happen. I don't know if he'll mm-hmm. bring that same energy with Rodgers because mm-hmm. I don't know if Rodgers has the kind of pull Brady does. But and the same thing with Leftwich as well. He would have to um, be well with uh, Leftwich, yeah, since he's probably still going to be a coordinator mm-hmm. at least for one more season. If he's not getting yeah. hired, if he's not getting hired this season as a head coach. Guaranteed, next next season will be his last. Yeah, yeah. Because I he should be a coach. Um, um, Eric, I can't pronounce his name from the Chiefs. He should be a head coach, the offensive coordinator. Uh, Eric Bellamy, yes, or something. Like that? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and then on top of all this, Aaron Rodgers did make that kind of smart comment earlier this season, where they talked, they asked him about Nathaniel Hackett. And he something about his answer was something like, oh, I, you know, I really hope he doesn't go anywhere mm. unless unless I do. Mm. That's what that's what he said. Yeah, so to yeah. me, it, it's it's just it's all there for him. Mm-hmm. It's all there. I think I think if it's between Bucks and Denver, I think right now it's looking like it's eight, like 70 percent Denver, 30 percent Bucks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The Bucks would be definitely the. The what's it called? This is the shocker one. But mm. uh, I do think he wants to get away from the Niners. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he don't want to see them no more. Exactly. Yeah. Switch it up. Yeah. Switch it up. Yeah. Um, which which brings you guys me go. Wait wait. Oh, I was, gonna, ahead, I was gonna, what brings to me is we got one two three 
four open head coaching positions left. Mm. Now, now with the Saints, I feel like it's going to either be Leftwich or um, Eric Bellamy. Like that, yeah. basically, those are those are two good fits. I feel because that's the brand um, of football. That's the brand of football the Saints are. They're more of high powered offense. Yeah. So if left yeah. Leftwich and Bellamy should should be considered as head coach. Yeah. You know, um, I'm seeing that the Lions defensive coordinator and even the Saints defensive coordinator might be considered for head coaching. Um, I guess mm. I guess in house is fine. In-house hire would find, but the Lions defensive coordinator, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I still yeah, think yeah, I still think yeah. they should they should go with the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Now, well, for the the Vikings, um, where where do the Vikings go? Do do we? What type of head coach do we think? The Vikings, Jim Harbaugh, you know. Harbaugh would have been a great one if they if they would have just you know mm-hmm. found a a compromise. But mm-hmm. look, the Vikings right now they have a great offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a coach that knows exactly what to do with that roster on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. Um, their defensive side, I think, is is good too. It's just they they dealt with a lot of key injuries on their D line, mm-hmm. so. You know, the pressure wasn't there towards the end of the uh, second half of the season. Mm. Um, but you're going to need a guy. I I, I want to see them hire somewhat of an established dude. that Because the roster is there, yeah. like I said, to, to, to compete. It's there. Yeah. Um, you, just, you just need a guy to bring it all together. And a guy with experience and knows how to build culture. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know who who that could be. I I thought Jim honestly was going to get the hire. It really did seem like he was for sure going to be mm-hmm. the the coach. Mm-hmm. But now that that kind of fizzled out, I don't really know where they go. It's pretty open. Um, Vikings land Kevin O'Connell. That's what I'm reading. Kevin oh. O'Connell is oh, the is next it? head coach of Minnesota Vikings. Oh, that this is right now. This is like a day or two. Yeah, a day or two. Oh, really? I mean, uh, ESPN, come on, dude. Oh, Vikings to hire. Wait, this is this kind of sounds weird. Because it says Vikings to hire Rams OC Kevin O'Connell as their head coach. But isn't he still playing? Like, Te- isn't he still yeah, technically preparing yeah, no, for a game? Teams do that all the time. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll be pe- coaches or, or offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators who are, like, on teams who are currently in the playoffs. But I still think, like, during, like, the off days, like, they'll talk with them interviews. and be like, okay, yeah, interview them. And, be, like, they still go to interviews during their off days. And then, like, basically they're like, yeah, this is going to be our guy once, you know. Okay. And in this case, then I kind of I kind of like that hire just because this guy does have experience with a star-studded roster, mm-hmm. um, and they are in the Super Bowl, so yeah, um, it could work. It could work. Yeah, I, I yeah, think. I think it's more on they can't really hire him since, or they could say that they're going to hire him, but he has to end his season, which is going to be yeah. Super you got to make it official at the end. Yeah, so when it's over, yeah, okay, it might it might be that. So um, there's that. Yeah. Um, then the last, the last two is one's gonna be the Dolphins. Uh, who's gonna take up that one? Man, who's gonna want to take that spot? Yeah. I don't know. A yes man. 
Jason Garrett. J- Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate yes, man. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know who who's a good one to come here. Ryan Flores was making all the right moves there, man. It pains me to think that. No, Dolphins are garbage for that. They're so garbage for that. He was, oh my God, makes no, no sense. Who's the last one, Spuddy? Texans. And I think we all feel Brian Flores is probably going to lock that one down. He should. If they're smart. He, they he has an go, interview with them? They don't go to Brian yeah. Flores. The blackballing has started. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. That that's honestly that's what I was like wanting to mention. Even though we kind of moved on from the subject, I feel like the lawsuit might cause the league to blackball him. But we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Now, um, the the most interesting request though for the Texans is Heinz Ward for head uh, for head coach. Yes, because it's weird because he's only the receivers coach for a college. Team. Yeah. Wait, time out. I've seen the interview request and the, the list of names right here. That was the only one that really shocked me. Not even Josh McCowell shocked me, but wide receiver head Nine coach. Ward. That, that would be a very big risky reach. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think Heinz Ward has the experience no. yet to, no. to take yeah, a no. head coach. Now, having him on the staff, I have nothing against yeah, that. No problem. But as a head coach, mm. the Heinz Ward needs a little more coaching experience, I feel like. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, that's cra- yeah, that crazy mm-hmm. one. All right. Well, we'll see how uh, these head coach hirings play out in these next couple of weeks. And we'll keep you updated out there on these next upcoming news episodes. Um, before these wrap this up, we're going to end it with the question for the buddies, as always. Pro Bowl this weekend, this past Thursday, we had the Skills Challenge. We had the Dodgeball Games, uh, 40-Yard Dash. If you guys watched it, hope it was enjoyable. If you didn't, eh, check it out. You know, these Pro Bowls are always, like, very eh. So the question is, will you boys be watching the Pro Bowl this Sunday? Yes or no? Um, What time is the game at? Usually like three. A- yeah, like early. three. I, I might, I might turn it on, uh, just to see what it's looking like. Um, but yeah, I, I wish that these these games were a little more competitive. It, it is cool to see a lot oh, of these. Do they still play for money? Though. Huh? Do they? I remember they used to in Pro like the winners of the Pro Bowls got like paid. They get bonuses. Okay, mm. so they still get the bonuses. I think so. Mm. So there's little incentive, but yeah, they're just. Expeditions. Like, I feel blah, like blah, blah, I feel like it's hard to have an All Star game when you cut the rules in half and it's at the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. Plus, nobody wants nobody wants to go hard because nobody wants to get hurt exactly. in a Pro Bowl game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'll me personally, like I said, I'll peep. Probably won't watch the whole thing, but you know, I'll peep it. But I I think I read that the last four Pro Bowls AFC has won. So. Mm-hmm. In the last four, they're four and zero. Oh, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be going for that NFC. Hopefully, they can break that streak. NFC, well, you know, NFC, NFC is like yeah, fuck it. NFC. Alrighty. Well, with that being said, that's gonna do it for this special news episodes of the Buzz and Sports. You guys, make sure you hit that follow like button before we get out of here. Do you fellers have anything you would like to say? 
Yeah, Washington. You had you had years to come up with a sick ass name, and that's what that's what you came up with. So <laughs> that's I'm a little disappointed. That's all I gotta say. I'm more I'm mad out. that like you know because you know when a team name is long, like for example, um, what's one? They usually shorten it. You know what I mean? Like pages, yeah. they'll say the the Pats or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. be the commies. The yeah, commies. Washington commies or Washington comms. Washington comms or, or, Washington. The, or the Manders. Like I don't. It just <laughs> the Manders. That's what they're yeah, the Washington Manders. They really, they really should have just been left the Washington Football fucking team. If if the only other option was Washington Football Team or Washington Commanders. Just stick to Washington Just football. Stick to football team. I, WFT. Actually, like, I actually heard that the the fans actually were starting to like and grow into the football team. Like I was growing like on the football team. I just yeah. like the abbreviation, the WTF. No, WFT. <laughs> WFT. Now, now it's the WTF. Yeah. Now it's what the fuck. But before it was WFT, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. <laughs> Yeah, get out of here, Commanders! I get. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. That's what, that's what I'm ending it on. Hey, uh, I'll tell you, their their chant they ripped off the State Farm chant. Oh, no, Farmers chant. Oh god! They go, we are Commanders. Dum 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 dum. Stop! I saw a fucking video. Stop! It was. Oh my god! Getting worse. I threw, it's getting worse. Hey, I Fuck. threw my phone so far across the room. I was just. <laughs> Pissed. Okay, uh, Washington, you got him. <laughs> I mean, commanders. <laughs> um, Spuddy, did you want to end it on that, or you got something else you want? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good off those fucking Anders. All right, well, you guys know who we are. We are the bunch of sports. Dum dum da dum dum dum. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I actually like that for us. <laughs> um, you guys make sure you hit those follow, subscribe buttons. Uh, we will be back next week. Like I said, there's no real game this weekend. So we'll probably have another maybe kind of news episode. Um, we'll see how mm-hmm. the weekend and upcoming week goes. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on that. NBA, NBA, NBA. NBA, NBA is... This next week, right? Next week, next week, sometime yeah, next so week. Next, we'll, sometime we'll next going. Saturday, most likely Saturday again. Um, more NBA talk for you guys. Um, we have the Winter Olympics coming up. I don't know if we'll do any coverage or talk about that, but you know, that's more sports that we might just you know in the news episode mention. Yeah, yeah. Give it up for Sean White, man. Sean, yeah, White. Sean White, the boy, he the boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Sit with that Mountain Dew, baby. Hey, Sean White, <laughs> Chloe Kim, you already know what it is. Snowboarding elites. <laughs> elites. Um, so, yeah, um, other than that, like I said, we are the Buds and Sports, not the Bloods and Sports. Um, fuck with your boys. Fuck with the boys. We will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, and let's go, Jerry.